tonight on voice of encouragement. Beloved, this prophet Courage Newman coming your way with voice of encouragement. We want to enter into the word of God quickly. I just want to pray a short prayer before we enter into the word of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, we commit our this session into your hands. We ask the Lord, as we minister the word through this medium, let everyone that heareth the word and watches us, may this word impart their lives, bring transformation and bring hope into their lives. As they share it, let it be a blessing to every hand that is sharing and to everyone that may be listening. In Jesus' precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. People of God, I want to continue what we started in the month of April concerning our spiritual growth and then developing our character alongside. Uh, We want to look at another interesting aspect of spiritual growth and then spiritual and character growth but this one i want to title it the anointing and character growth the anointing and character growth the anointing and character growth uh, this will be i think in two parts i'll be i'll start something today i believe next week i will continue until we finish the bible said in Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 33. Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 33. When you read from the King James Version, the Bible said, Another parable speak he unto them. Jesus was speaking to his disciples. He was teaching. And he decided to teach them, or not in plain languages, but he decided to give them proverbial uh, he decided to use proverbs in explaining things to them by using uh, figures of speech things that are around them that they can easily relate with so he spoke to them in a way and he said he was talking about the kingdom of heaven then he said another parable speak he unto them the kingdom of heaven is like unto a living, which a woman took and hid in the in threesome measure of meal, till the whole was living. He said, "The kingdom of heaven is like living that a woman took and hid in threesome measure or measure meal." Till the whole was living. Now, when you read the same scripture in the NIV version, the same Matthew chapter number three in NIV, it says, I want to read it in a simpler version for all. It says, in, in, okay. I want to read it in a simpler one. So, the same scripture. 
Very good. He said, he told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took a mist into about 60 pounds of flour until it wet all through the dough. People of God, I would like us to speak, talk about the anointing that God gives to his people. The anointing of God. The anointing. And we'll be talking about how your anointing or how God anoints people and how that could affect their character growth or may not affect their character. A lot of times we speak about the anointing. We talk about people who are anointed by God. Uh, one of the things you have to understand, when we say somebody is anointed, what do we mean? When we say somebody is anointed, the basic thing whenever you say we talk about somebody being anointed, all we are saying is that somebody has been, an, an oil is poured on someone for a specific reason. So the person may be chosen for a, spe- a particular position or to uh, as somebody that is qualified for something. So anytime we talk about anointing, we are talking about a special uh, endowment that may be given to somebody to perform a particular task. So does that endowment automatically correct or makes us work morally? Or does it affect our character? It's a question I want us to ask. Because when we don't have understanding of this, you may be a believer who may be speaking in tongues. You may be a believer who is powerfully endowed with giftings of the Spirit, but yet still will have a very bad character. We want to dwell on this character issue for some time because I believe that Whatever we speak about consistently, it helps us to shape our life accordingly. And Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven. And he is likening the kingdom to yeast. And I also want to use the same scripture comparing it to, uh, what's the name? Uh, The anointing and our character. We will get into that part of the scripture very well. But the first thing I want us to address here is that in this scripture, why was Jesus using yeast or the living as uh, comparing that with the kingdom of heaven? Now you have to understand that when we talk about the kingdom of heaven, it's not a destination or it's not a place that Christ was referring to in this scripture. When it says the kingdom of heaven is like a living. No, it's not, it's not talking about maybe uh, a place that is located somewhere in Afghanistan or located in Ghana where I am uh, in the city of Accra. No, it's not talking about place in United States. The kingdom of heaven that Jesus is referring to from the book of Matthew is talking about a certain process or a course of event. So Christ was trying to talk about 
a certain process of happening in us or a happening. So the same way when you take yeast and put it in flour, we leave it after some time. It, it, it begins to cause a certain reaction in the flour and you see the dough begin to what? Uh, 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 to swell. It's the same thing Jesus is trying to talk about. That the kingdom of heaven, when you receive it, it can cause a certain reaction in you and it, 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 may, be as, it may be very small but it, with a matter of time, with a matter of process, when you observe certain processes, you will notice that this small thing that has been given to you can become something so big. That is why Jesus was using the yeast in that scripture. So, how do I compare that with the anointing? We will get into that very well. But there are some few things I want us to understand about the anointing. That before God, so I said anointing, when God anoints somebody, or when we talk about anointing somebody, we are talking about somebody who is chosen or called for a specific purpose. So there are, you have to understand that every believer has been called for a specific purpose. God has his own way of anointing us. God never take oil and pour it on the head of anybody. The first person that anoints a man before human beings, you see a man being proclaimed as anointed is God. When God wants to anoint you, he anoints you by calling you. Anytime you are called, to a certain belief and God placed a demand on you to begin to believe in him in a certain way it's a mark of the calling of God on your life when you read Isaiah chapter number 61 verse number 1 Jesus said the spirit of the Lord Jesus quoted the same Isaiah in the book of Matthew when he was preaching in the synagogue he said the spirit of the Lord of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me. So, when the Spirit of God comes on somebody to perform a particular act, we can also tend that as an anointing that has come upon the person. Not necessarily picking a bowl of oil or a bottle of oil and pouring it on the head of a person that makes a person anointed. But from Jesus' uh, narration and from the book of Isaiah, anointing comes on us when we receive the Spirit of God. And how do you receive the Spirit of God? You receive the Spirit of God as a believer when you are born again. So the day you are born again, the Spirit of God comes into your life to make His home in your life. The day you are born again, that day you are already anointed. That is one of the ways that God calls us. You have to understand that there are very variations in anointing. When you are called as a believer to believe in Christ as Lord and Savior, that is a general anointing. 
that is given to everybody. But there are people out of the Lord. The Bible said, He has chosen, there are some that are called, but there are some that will be chosen among the called. So, apart from those who are called, are we who are called as believers? There are people who God specially chose them for specific assignments in the kingdom of God. Sorry. That is the specific anointing. And people of God, the fact that we are anointed, it does not make you automatically a matured believer. Or you are, you, I, I may say, anointing doesn't make you, doesn't grow your character. No. That is not the place of the anointing in your life. Anointing doesn't automatically make you matured as a believer. There are many people in the scriptures that Jesus or that God called who were not matured. When you are called or you are, you are anointed for a particular purpose in life, it does not mean that you had everything or you are the best. That is why you are being anointed. No, no, you, are not, you may not be the best. God called Samuel, the prophet, when he was still a child. When Samuel was still a child and never knew the ways of God, the Bible said that the Lord appeared to Samuel and began to call him. It took Eli, the senior prophet, to explain to Samuel that the voice you are hearing is not the voice of man, but the voice of God. So you see, Eli was a Samuel was an infant, a child who doesn't know the ways of God, but God still called him. You can you can be anointed, but you may not be matured. You will still be an infant. People of God. The fact that you are anointed is an indication that God has seen a certain quality in you that is good for the work of the ministry. But it does not make you the best. It does not make you too qualified. No. It says that there are things that are in us that attract the anointing of God. So anytime you hear somebody being anointed, it means that God has spotted a certain quality in the person. God has seen something in you. But after that thing is seen in you and you are anointed, there is a process you have to go through for you to manifest that anointing fully for others to benefit from. When you remember the story of David, David was called as a shepherd boy. When God called David, he was in the bush. Like many of us who are doing many things until the grace of God locates us. And God has called us as his children. The father you have become a child of God 
or you you are you are a Christian and you are able God is using you in some ways or you are able to hear the voice of God or you are able to do certain things in the name of the Lord it does not make you the best that all things are okay with you no it's just a privilege for you to understand that there is something good in you that attracted God to call you to himself you still need to work on yourself when David was called and was anointed according to first Samuel chapter number 16 the Bible said it took David another 13 to 17 years for him to start manifesting the true reason for which God called him. David was called as king. But you see, before David was called, there was already an existing king who was Saul. But God would have to use Saul and many happenings to work on David, to grow him into maturity, to equip him for the position that he would like him to occupy. So, when God anoints you, when God calls you, when you are called as a believer, that is not the end of, of, of uh, your strife as a believer. You are called as a believer, but there is work you need to engage in doing. The fact that you are operating in the giftings of the Spirit of God, you can see through the lives of people. You can read through the minds of people. You know the mind of God. It still does not make you mature. You still have to subject yourself to process. As I teach this thing, it opens me up to a lot of learning and a lot of things that helps me as a teacher to equip myself well. Because I realize that there are many things that I, may, I did not understand. But you see, as I took time to go through the study of anointing and character growth, I realized that these are two worlds apart but are binded together by one thing called the Spirit of God. The day you receive the Spirit of God, that is the day God began a process in your life to bridge the gap between your anointing and your character. When you read the book of Isaiah chapter number 11, Verses number 2. The Bible said, The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and strength. The Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now, the last end. All the ones that are mentioned, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of strength and of knowledge. But the last one, the spirit of the fear of the Lord, that is the one that deals with the character aspect of human beings. 
So the same spirit was given to us that will give you wisdom, that will cause you to operate in the word of knowledge, that will cause you to operate in several ways, but the same spirit must teach you and I to walk in the fear of the Lord. Walking in the fear of the Lord is the part of the spirit that teaches you and I how to grow our character and mature ourselves. Gideon was called as a novice. But God had to equip Gideon, taught him, qualified him until Gideon became a valiant soldier to fight for the people of God. People of God, God has anointed us by giving us His Son, Jesus Christ. By calling you and I into the vineyard. The first day you are called a Christian, you have already been anointed. But you see, that is not enough. When you read Hebrews chapter number 5, verses number 7 and verses number 8, the Bible said about Jesus Christ, that who in the days of his flesh, he said, he learned how to obey through the many things he suffered. Obedient came through to Jesus Christ through the many things he went through. Christ had to go through certain things to learn to obey. Obedience is a character for it. It, it, it talks about your character and how you relate with God and other people. We have many believers in the kingdom who are so anointed. We have so many Christians who believe in grace and can prophesy but have so serious bad character. Believers who come to church, people who come to the house of God, they can confess all the things, they can say all the things, yes too are the people who are causing all the mess at their workplaces. They are the people who are defrauding other people. These are the same believers who are wives, who are speaking evil, or who are breaking other people's marriages. It is, it is the same believers. Oh, I heard about, I hear, I, I hear about, gospel artists who are taking other people's wife and husbands a gospel artist taking another person's husband people who could sing and bring the whole of heaven down Satan was an anointed person so much anointed but lie was found in him. People of God, what we are teaching is to help you and I to begin to consider our character in line 
with our calling as people of God. We need to start looking introspectively into our lives. If you are a Christian mother who is matured as a believer, you need to look into your life. The kind of things you are churning out into your children. People of God, anointing, being called as a child of God to serve in the house of God, to serve God, to do things in the kingdom is one thing. There are many believers our character has sucked many people from the house of God. Yes, it's true. Yes, it's true. We have, we have immature believers who are handling precious giftings of God. And you and I need to learn how to apply we, learn, we need to learn how to apply those giftings very well because you see if you are a believer who is so much anointed but don't have character your behavior or you, you can be compared to a child who is being given a razor or blade to handle. Giving a razor or blade to a child to handle, you and I know the danger we are causing to that child. God's gift is a precious gift. And He gives it to people because based on grace, not on merit. Because we don't qualify for it. There is nothing you and I could do to earn the grace of God. You, are not, you cannot work for that. He gives it to us. And train us to mature with the grace. But if you have that gifting which is a razor in your hand. And you are not maturing in character. You will use that razor to cut everybody that comes around you. The gift will become an injurious substance in your hand that will be hurting other people. We need to mature. We need to grow. We need, to, we need to begin to look into ourselves and begin to apply ourselves. The kingdom of heaven, the Bible said, is like a living. It's like an yeast. When the yeast is growing in us, it begins to expand us. It begins to expand us. Anointing can make you so big 
that you will think that you may see elderly people and you will think you are older than them. Yes, anointing can make you so high. You will see people who has been in an industry before you and you will think these people are kids, they are joking. If we don't begin to look at our character as behaviors, we may end up having a precious gift, but same becomes a danger to the people we are supposed to be using those gifts to minister to. People of God, I want to remind you and I want to help you as I bring today's session to an end that God may have called you. Your calling is an anointing. The Father God has called you to become a Christian. It means that God has anointed you. He's chosen you. His Spirit is now in you. People of God, but what you have to understand is that the anointing does not change your character. Character comes as a result of developing attitudes and habits over time. And it can be changed by you working hand in hand with the Spirit of God. So tonight, I want you and I to begin a process according to Ephesians chapter number 4, verses number 23. He said, instead, let us allow the Spirit of God to begin a work in our lives. That is what the Bible said. He said, instead, you and I must allow the Spirit of God to begin a certain process. To renew your thoughts and your attitude. Let the Spirit begin to grow in those areas of your life. There is an addition you need to make to your anointing, to your growth, to your spiritual development. There is an addition. The Bible says, add to your faith. So there are things you need to be adding to your faith to make your faith whole. There are fruits you need to be, you need to be bearing. The Bible spoke about the Spirit of God, that when the Spirit of God comes into you and I, the Spirit of God will teach you and I and will lead us into all truth. When the Spirit comes, He's supposed to teach and He's supposed to lead you. You need to avail yourself to be taught and to be led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is not only in you to help you speak in big tongues. No wonder you are speaking in tongues. You walk out of church. You go and jump and climb and fornicate. No wonder you are speaking in tongues. You still go to the office. You are still stealing. 
You are speaking in tongues. You are still murdering. You are speaking in tongues. You are committing abortion. You are speaking in tongues. You are committing adultery. People of God. The reason being that we are not allowing that aspect of the fear of God part of the Holy Spirit to be activated in our life. In our next session, we are trusting God to take step by step how we can allow the Spirit of God to begin a transformative process in us. You may be a good sister that may be watching me tonight. But I pray that you begin to allow the Spirit of God to renew your mind. Allow that process. All you need is an allowing. Yeah, by prayer. You just pray that God help me. And the Bible says He will help you. If you have heard me tonight and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I was speaking of anointing. Christ is called the anointed one. He only will do same for you if you accept him. The very day you pray this prayer we are about to pray, from that day you have become an anointed person. Christ has come to make his home in your heart. You need to start living by the details of the Spirit of God. You have to apply yourself to His leading. You must allow the Spirit to lead you. Because the Bible said in John chapter number 14, verse number 26, He said, When the Spirit of truth comes, when the Advocate comes, when the Counselor comes, he said, when the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, whom the Father will send in my name, he said, he will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. So you see, the Spirit of truth, the advocate, the one that speaks on our behalf, when he comes, he only comes to people who receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. If you have not received him, I would like you to pray this prayer with me tonight as we bring our message to a close. Say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the message I have heard. Thank you for forgiving me my sin. Cleanse me. Make me whole. I accept my fault as sinner. Come and make your home in my heart. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you have prayed this prayer with me tonight, I believe that you are now a born-again believer. You are a Christian that has been anointed by the Spirit of God. From tonight, the Spirit of God will begin a process in your life. Yield yourself to Him. He will lead you into all truths. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have heard me tonight and you have a prayer, I want to pray with you. Before I pray this prayer, I would like you to share this video as you join us. Share it on your timeline. Host a watch party. 
let somebody begin a process of developing their character alongside their calling as the anointed people of God. Share the video. Invite friends to watch with you. I believe God will be a blessing to you for sharing His word. Can I share a word of prayer with you? Heavenly Father, I pray for my hearers and listeners. Everyone that has connected with us tonight, ask that it may your grace be multiplied to search. Help them to grow from strength to strength. Help them to renew their minds, to grow spiritually, to grow physically in their character as well. In Jesus' precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. May the Lord bless you for connecting with us. Join us in any of our services at Zenith Life. Uh, at any uh, of our meeting days. At Zenith Life we meet on Fridays in church at Adenta. The Friday meetings are called the Prophetic Encounter. Wayless and Prevailers Night. It's a prophetic meeting where we pray. We share the word of God. We pray and we prophesy. And on Sundays, our services are two. We have the first service that starts 8 a.m. and ends at 9.30. The second service takes off 10 minutes after the first service, 9.40 to 11.10. Make sure you make time with us anytime throughout the week. And the Lord will be a blessing to you. My name is Prophet Karen Newman Caster, the pastor in charge. Of Zenith Life Chapel International, located at Adenta Barrier on the Eburi Road. Adenta Barrier, the first bus stop on Eburi Road. That is where Zenith Life is located. Fellowship with us one of these days. Pick any of our numbers. In the case you want to support, be a support to Zenith Life. You want to make, to make any donation or give any offering to us, you can send your monies and donations to any of the numbers on the screen. You may call the numbers as well. The Lord will be a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today and for sharing our videos. Just keep fellowshipping with us. The Lord be a blessing to you all. Thank you.